0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Miss Eha, coming live all the way here. Actually, today I'm in Loxley, Alabama, but still with the same purpose always to bring you some mental health, always to bring you some women of excellence, and always to bring you topics that are going to help somebody in some way. So I'm very happy to be joined today by Latanya Patterson, and we're going to let her introduce herself in just a minute. But let me go ahead and give you my medical disclaimer. Neither myself, Patricia Reed, aka Ehad minutes is here to give you any type of medical or psychological advice, nor are we here to give you any type of legal advice. If you are looking for any of those things, you're going to have to contact your nearest provider because I'm not your primary provider today. Or, of course, of course you can Google um, and find an attorney. But listen, let's get into it. LaTonya, go ahead and introduce yourself, please.
1: <clears throat> OK, so my name is LaTonya Patterson. Many call me Mama P. I am the founder of Ambitiously Him and Her King Foundation. Um it's a young parent program that serves young parents between the ages of 13 through 23. However, I am a wife. I'm a mother of five and also a grandmother of three.
0: This is actually the first time we met. We were supposed to have a you were going to be on in the past, but you sent us a representation who did very well, by the way. But I'm happy to finally meet you.
1: I'm glad to be here today and meet you as well. I actually was at home with the babies. Um, It's always either you're going to see my wife or you're going to see myself. Um, And a lot of people don't understand it's because we still have small ones in the home. And Mm -hmm. that's a number one um, responsibility. And excuse me, you guys, I am fighting off COVID. So this is why my scenery is in the bed. So (laughs) please forgive me.
0: And if you guys will, take this opportunity to like, comment, follow and share so that we can touch as many people as we can with this topic today. And so you mentioned and that's let's go ahead and get into it. You mentioned um, your wife. And so I want to make sure that today we want to get into the topic of your baby, your son. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to get lost, and we want everybody today today to focus on Latanya's son. What's your wife's name?
1: Chandretta Patterson.
0: Chandretta, we want to, we, our focus today is on what happened to um, baby boy, and I don't even want to mention his name honestly today. But still, we want to go ahead and get into that topic and what happened. So I'm going to let you go ahead and kind of. Explain what happened, and then we'll get more into the topic.
1: Okay. So um, I picked him up, him and my grandson. It's just a normal routine. I picked them up, and I always, you know, asked them, you know, kind of how their day was and things like that. And our son stated that, you know, I got in trouble today for talking. And usually kids don't really get in the car and tell on themselves. However, he's just, him and my grandson is just those type of kids where they're always telling on themselves. It's really like, you know, they won't hide anything. They're going to tell you exactly what happened. So I was telling him, you know, don't worry. You know, it was just talking. So as I got home, I was getting my grandson ready to go with his father, which is my son. And so my son came in and he was like, well, my teacher was asking me questions today. So as I'm folding clothes, putting them in a boot bag, I'm like, okay, son. So, you know, what questions was asked? You know, we're just having a mother-son talk. And that's when he stated that, you know, she asked me, do I know my dad? Do I know my dad's name? Have I ever seen my dad? Uh, which one of you guys is my real mom, which one of you had me, and so as he started to tell me these questions that the teacher was asking, I kind of began to boil on the inside, and the reason being is, you know, anytime that we do paperwork at the beginning of the school year, whether it's a single mother home or a two-parent home, all that information is on the paperwork, you know. Um, and it I I just didn't understand at that moment why he was getting questioned like that. So it kind of had made me really, really hot on the inside. Um she also asked him did he have other siblings? What were they ages? Things like that. So I instantly said, I'll be right back. And I got our um, youngest daughter. She's in high school to watch them. And I said, I'll be right back. And I went and I got in the car and I got in the car because at that moment I wanted to call my spouse. Um, She didn't answer at that moment because she was doing something. So I began to call the school and. Of course, it was a Friday. I knew everyone was trying to you know, catch that weekend and leave the school and things like that. In my head, I kind of was like, I know I'm not gonna be able to contact anybody. However, I'm gonna keep trying until somebody picks up the phone. And so that's basically what I did. And the secretary kind of picked up the phone. I could tell that she noticed that I was very upset because at that time I was crying. And I was upset, you know, and I said that I wanted to speak with the principal. She said the principal wasn't in. And she said, does this have anything to do with your child? I said, yes. Um, And she said that she was going to get the principal to give me a call back, you know, Monday. And so that's basically how it went up until the time that we, um, me and my spouse actually talked with the teacher over the phone.
0: Okay, and so wh-
1: was that on Monday? No, that was on Friday. The same Friday? Yes, the same Friday. Um my wife actually texts the teacher cuz sometimes you just have that teacher parent um relationship where you know the teacher's cell phone number. Mm-hmm. So by this time I had talked with my spouse and I told her, you know, I'm very upset these questions was asked to our son. And so she instantly um text the teacher and told the teacher that we were very upset about the questions that were being asked because we felt like those are questions that you should ask an adult and not a child. And so we briefly um, talked over the phone. Um, I think it was like a 15 minute conversation between all three of us, because during the conversation I got upset and I hung up the phone um, and the reason why was because the teacher began to say that they were discussing families. And so, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, OK, well, it was a group discussion. They were discussing families. You know, Um, King just had an assignment like that. And I sent in some information about families, you know, Um, Saying that we celebrate Kwanzaa instead of Christmas. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, it was a family discussion. However, I got upset because the teacher kept saying, I know he has two moms. I know he has two moms. I know he has two moms. So if you...
0: In your conversation over the telephone?
1: In our conversation over the telephone. So, if you know he has two moms that's listed on the paperwork and not a father, why would you question him about a father? You know, and so, that made me very upset. I didn't want to be disrespectful because she is older than us. And so, I just immediately, like, I just hung up the phone, because that was my first reaction, was to just hang up the phone, because at that moment, I was very upset as a parent, and I know a lot of us as parents were always stating, oh, we'll start a war over our, you know, over our kids, or oh, we'll take a bullet over our kids, you know, and at that moment, that's how I was feeling, you know,
0: I was very upset. And so, when you say older, about how much older is this teacher?
1: Okay,
0: so um, I say well, a decade <laughs> or
1: so. Not, I mean, she's older, but you know, just maybe a decade in a couple of years. Because I'm in my 40s,
0: so. <laughs> so did she express any uh, what? So what was other than saying I know that he has two She moms.
1: was very, she was very apologetic. Um, okay. However, at that moment, I felt like. Uh, apology wasn't going to fix the issue because at this moment um I had to explain to her that Malachi is adopted he doesn't know which one of us had him um he doesn't he he at that he he didn't know his dad's name so he was able to say his father's name However, he doesn't remember meeting him because he told his teacher he never saw him before, which he did see him um, at a very younger age. Um, I think maybe three or four years old at a football game, we did invite um, his father to one of his games because um, at a very early age, we did want our son to know that he had a father. I mean, if I'm co-parenting with the other kids and he see them leaving on weekends going with their father, I'm sure he would you know want to know, okay, well, do I have a father? You know, um, where is my father? things like that. So, it's not any of the things that a lot of people assume about two mother households, homosexual households where they feel like maybe we're putting things in the child head to think that you know it doesn't take a mom and a dad to raise a child or make a child however that wasn't the case in our situation he he always knew that he had um a
0: father okay so now explain to me because obviously number one um i'm heterosexual Mm -hmm. and i don't have any children that are adopted nor have i ever tried to adopt anyone so explaining me so he knows he has a father Mm -hmm. but how does he at what age would it be expected for him to know because in my mind and and i'm always you know gonna try to look at both sides of Mm -hmm. the story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have people who are older Mm -hmm. who it takes them, you know, a little while longer to understand if I'm being if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how you've already explained to him that he has a father. So he knows that. But at the same time, kids also know that they have. I don't even know how to, I mean, it's in this thing that I'm just trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. So I get to
1: where you're saying. So um, since you don't know about adoption, it's always an open adoption or a closed adoption. Correct? So Mm -hmm. we did this legally. So since we did this legally, me and my wife is listed on his birth certificate. So at the moment of the birth um, birth certificate re-signing, um, my sister was there. <laughs> this have been a public announcement since day one. Anyone and your that
0: has this is, is his
1: biological mom. Yes, yes. Okay, she blessed us with with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: as a blessing because it, two women just can't have a child. So is that um, something
0: that I'm
1: saying? <laughs> i saying? It was guess? a blessing to us. It okay. was a blessing to us. Um, however, the thing is. Once, this is what the lawyer told us. The lawyer said, from this day forward, she is auntie. She is not mother. You guys are the mother because that's the way that is listed on the birth certificate. And that goes for any adoption. Excuse me, you guys. It doesn't matter if you're homosexual or heterosexual. You see what I'm saying? It's plenty of mud deals and grandmamas that didn't even go through the legal process that is known as ma you're calling her mother when she's actually your grandmother you see what i'm saying and i guess that's
0: part, and I, I get that part but i guess as you know living here and being mm-hmm. a part of a small community and you saying that that was a part you know it was public information you know everybody knew that you were adopting this child so
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean we live in communities and such and such where you know, people talk in front of their children. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I know plenty of people who found out that their daddy wasn't their daddy mm-hmm. on the bus because mm-hmm. little Johnny's mama was talking in front of them. Mm-hmm. So to protect those those children, when you when it's and oh, because it's not like you move, you know, you got the child, you adopt the child, and then y'all move mm-hmm. somewhere but mm-hmm. nobody, is, right? Mm-hmm. So how then do you make? And it, it's even hard because I can people can go for decades and decades and actually goes for eternity and never tell anyone that they've been adopted Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but at some point you know science being science we're going to know this child is going to know that okay well you know both of you can't be my biological mothers okay you said that you guys have put a plan in place right it's called (laughs) it's, it's, it's actually called like a
1: reveal adoption action plan And Mm -hmm. anybody that adopts, they're going to think about, you know, at what age do we start telling this child that they're adopted? Or what um, age do we start to communicate with them? Uh, For anybody that's on here that know of our son, our son has cerebral palsy as well as a seizure disorder. So for six years of his life, we wasn't concentrating on Okay, so when are we going to tell him that he's adopted? We were actually concentrating on taking care of a sick child, okay? okay. Um, it was things that that was going on with him. The doctor said that he would never walk, talk, or any of that, you know? Um, so when it came to, like, certain learning disabilities and things like that, you know, we were pacing when we were going to tell him. Because a lot of people will say that um, oh well I think eight years old he should know but like you said at what age do some of us even find out that our dad is really not our dad. And, you know and, and what I'm saying? Sometimes it never happens. Okay so we were really concentrating on taking care of a child that had cerebral palsy and seizure disorder. We really wasn't thinking out, okay, let's hurry up and tell them. Even though we had a um, reveal action plan, we wanted it to be surrounded by his loved ones, his siblings, his mothers, his godparents, his grandparents, um, my sister, her, her children. We had an action plan as well as we knew that we were going to have to have therapy in place we were gonna have a lot of things. And I feel like all that was just stripped away from us. A, a sacred time that was supposed to be between family was stripped away from us. And it's just like finding out on the streets, your dad is not your dad. You know, you rather mm-hmm. hear your mother tell you, your dad is not your dad, you know, versus- At any,
0: at any age is not a uh, comfortable. Yeah. a comfortable topic now you do have some families who like from the very beginning is an open adoption like that child is born knowing that mm-hmm. you know you have um we're your adopted parents this is your other mommy mm-hmm. um and so and i thought about this and i thought about this a lot first of all let me say i don't think that teacher had any right at all to ask the questions that were asked and to reveal. I was talking to, to a good friend of mine about it. Um, knowing that he had two moms and you were going to have, she knew she was going to have this conversation in class and you know, I don't know, is it a part of the curriculum?
1: I don't know. It, it wasn't part of the curriculum. He actually was called out in front of the entire class and asked all these questions while the remaining of the class sit still and just listened.
0: And nope. nobody else in the class had to do the same as far as telling no. family work? No, he was called out. Okay. All right. So, but my question was um, at any point, did you ever worry? Because, you know, some kids are very, kids in general now are a whole lot smarter than what we are. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. access to a whole lot more technology, you know, their social media, mm-hmm. and they just know a lot more. So, at any did you ever worry that someone else would tell them before you got to
1: okay so like i mentioned before we have raised five kids so um me and my wife been together 16 years so our other kids are grown out and have children however they were small we had them in christian school we never really, ha- like, we always prepared them for what children may say, but not really an adult. You know, we, we never really wrapped our head around it. And, you know, it may be some type of, um. I, we never really went through that. You know, I, I felt like, oh, okay, well, if we didn't get judged in a Christian school, you know, I really don't have... You know, anything to worry about when it comes to public school, because I mean, it is 2024, you know, we are seeing it more now, you know, and like I asked Malachi, I said, well, did any of your homeboys or your peers in your classroom knew that you had two moms? He said, no when we're going in and out of a school they don't know if we're an auntie they don't know if we're a grandmother they don't know if we're the daycare teacher picking up our child the only way that you're really going to know anything if it's broadcasting if you if like the child is running up saying hey mommy or like my grandson every time he see me is hey mommy hey granny you know every time he see me but when you're going in and out of a school they, they just know, okay, Malachi is getting picked up. They don't know who's actually doing the picking up unless, unless a peer actually acts a child. Um, and so we never really had that issue. You know, my mom have mentioned it all the time. Oh, somebody's going to tell them before you, but I think he was surrounded by so much love and so much, like no one has ever mentioned anything. No one, like no one, you know, has ever pointed that out like, okay, you have two moms. You know, you know, like it's 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 not a, a thing, like how everybody is picturing it in
0: their head. Is it but it was, sorry and I hope and I don't you know I I'm just gonna be honest, but do you mm-hmm. really feel like it's like it's not a thing? Because I don't understand how Okay. So if, if I have a child and that mm-hmm. child is adopted or not adopted, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. grandma raise their grandchildren all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just hoping that the child doesn't find, doesn't find out or, um, and I've, I've had, I've had this happen. I've had this happen in my family where somebody has found out, you know, through the, through the streets that, mm-hmm. you know, their dad wasn't their dad and this is really your dad. So I've had that happen. And like I said, I've saw people who weren't in my family that has happened to. And if that's happening with a male and a female and you have an eight year old, at what point do you, because to me, it's not even so much about, and I know it is for you about to be an adopted, but for me, at what point would you expect this child to not realize, okay, something you know, is different. Everybody else has a mom and a dad. and This is how you know it's, it's not too many far, too many years from now when he's going to be um, in fifth grade and they have these topics in sex edu- in sex education.
1: They don't have sex education in the school. However, oh, Queen, yeah, awesome. even
0: even at eight years old,
1: me telling him, and I and I'm gonna do it just like how I did it to him. I said, mm-hmm. "Do you know it takes a mother." and a father to come together collectively to make a blessing because you are a blessing this is how i'm talking to malachi Mm because you are a blessing do you know that no he's eight because now you're forcing me to tell him about the
0: birds and the bees
1: yeah and i'm not saying that i expected you to tell him now my question
0: is what is an appropriate... Yeah, my question okay, is so, what... So
1: my thing is, is we, we never know when it's an appropriate time. You know, you as a mother or anybody as a mother, you know, you really don't know when it's an appropriate time. Um, All children are different. I've raised five kids and all of them are not on the same level. You know, some of them have different characteristics. Some of them are, you know, they can grasp something earlier than their brother or their sister you know all of them are different you know i can explain something to one child over and over and over again they won't get it but i can explain it to their sibling one time and they get it so at at what age was we gonna are you asking me what age were we gonna
0: tell them because i guess i want to know what no because i don't want you to dive on that but like because I haven't always just worried about protect. Like i even as a, a parent uh, in a heterosexual relationship, I've always worried about protecting my children from the public mm-hmm. too.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: as a child who was who was bullied, I always wanted to protect them from other children because mm-hmm. children can be so mean, and children mm-hmm. can be and while you know it is 2024 and things are a lot different and we expect people you know to be more open-minded but we still live in Alabama Mm -hmm. yeah it's not as open-minded as as some people would pretend that it is a Mm -hmm. lot of people might pretend that they're okay with it but they're still but they're still not and so I guess I want to know when do you start thinking about protecting him even if he doesn't know worrying about somebody else teaching him instead of you teaching him
1: Well, that was one of the reasons why we actually put our children in Christian school. Um, Because we wanted them to always know, you know, to pray, to like, to be able to call on God. And like I mentioned to you before, we didn't have problems in a Christian school. Um, Like my daughter told the principal, she just turned 16, she Mm -hmm. told the principal, she said, you know, when my moms would be in the office, they would never say their name. They just would say your mom is in the office. They wouldn't say which one it was. She said Mm -hmm. it could be my mom or it could be my shun because that's what all the rest of our kids call her, my shun. So we just really never had this issue, queen. So I can't answer anything that, you know, I mean, we never really had that issue even before, um, Kai was born. We we never had that issue. We raised other kids. Yes, it was other kids that would say stuff to them. Um. However, we we never really had like just a a big issue, especially an issue like this when it it comes to adult. Because I just feel like when you're sneaking and when you're being nosy and you're asking, you're kind of gonna act like you're gonna pull the child to the side and say, Hey, do you know what? You know what which which one had you do you know who your dad is things like that but i feel like like it's totally inappropriate for her to have yeah i I, I just I, 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 i also feel like it was just something against us you know to call a child out when his peers don't even know it so you basically just told the whole classroom he got two moms you know he don't know who his dad is his dad don't come around he don't see his dad like it it just
0: it was it was too much and so now um I saw when you posted the other day he was doing an assignment mm-hmm. and um you know t- tell me about the assignment that he did when he talked about being Okay, so
1: he basically, the uh, assignment was dealing with suffixes. And so, anyone knows that, you know, what they are, um, you, you basically put an end into a word. And so, we were helping him with his homework. And he basically said, you know, I'm going to go back here and I'm going to write some words. It may not mean, you know, it may not have a meaning to you. I'm just going to go make up some words. And so the words were, um, momful, which we know, you know, that's not a word, but it was momless and dadless. And, um, that kind of made us feel a certain way. It made us feel a certain way. Um, <clears throat> and I'm gonna be honest, my, my spouse erased it. You know, because I guess that was her first reaction. Like, you know, she's upset. She hurried up and erased it. Um, and so we was going to get him to complete it in the morning time. When he wrote it, he wrote it again, you know. And I, before we went to school, I basically said that, um, you know, I, I know you said that those words may not mean anything or they they may not have a meaning. I said, but they do. I said, and if and if that's the way that you feel, it's okay. I said because I'm still your mother, and I love you, and we're gonna get through this. And I gave him a hug. It sounds like he's
0: pretty intelligent. Um, um,
1: to to be told that he would never walk, talk, and all that. Yes, um, the doctors would always, you know, um, commend us and and say, you know, I'm proud of you guys. You don't treat them different from the other siblings, um, because we used to. I mean, we treated him like everyone else. Even when he was playing football and had, you know, the braces on his legs. We just we treated him just like the rest of our kids. We didn't handicap him. You know, we we are parents that help him with his homework. We are parents that pray with our son. We are parents that, you know, I mean, we're just a we're a loving family. Anybody that knows us would tell you the same
0: thing. So i just really don't know what else to say so when you you when you call the teacher because you said that you felt like she was being malicious when Mm -hmm. when she did it so when you spoke with her what what do you think her response should have been to you that day when you spoke with her on the phone
1: her response was everything that it should have been it's i mean because the only thing she could have said was she was sorry um one thing that i do disagree with when she was like you don't have to tell him anything because i was like now we're forced to tell him the truth um because he came home with questions of i don't know which one of you guys had me at that moment when she said no you don't have to tell him the truth yes we do (laughs) <laughs> because you have basically planted in his head these questions. And I felt like that was her plan all along. You know, I'm always posting motivational things about be mindful of the plants, you know, the um seeds that you plant in, in our youth. And so I feel like when she was asking him questions like that, she was planting in his mind to come home and have that in his spirit, to think that you know, whether, whether he did not say nothing or he said it with his actions, you know, I feel like that's exactly what she was trying to do. And it it is just, it was wrong. It
0: wasn't her place to do. And so now you said you had an action plan. So have you mobilized that action plan now? You guys have, saw yes, we, we that.
1: have, we have no choice now is more of a crisis plan because mm-hmm. our family is in a crisis. Because now, who do you think our son trusts? He don't trust the teacher. He don't trust this. He don't trust nobody around him. He probably feel like his whole life is fake. And, you know, when people, that's why I really don't feel a certain way when people start questioning me. Because I'm like, if you can lie to your child today, 12 years old about Santa Claus and you got the nerves to be questioning me. It, let's not go there because everybody have their own moral beliefs, their own political beliefs, their own ethical beliefs. Everybody run their own household how they want to run it. I know that our kids have never been in danger. Um, They're always been loving kids. They have grown up to be amazing individuals. So we can't just stop at Malachi. We also got to think about the the rest of the kids that we have also, also raised. And not just within our household, me and my spouse are community activists. And we that's what have, I wanted to mention into next. We, we have been in, in the community for so long where it's so many <laughs> kids beside our children that call us my son, mama P, mama, mama you know and so it's just it breaks my heart when someone tries to manipulate the the whole image of what our family is like i don't That's, that's why I say, I mean, if you, if you want to know something, go to the, you know, go to the horse, you know, access, I've always been an open book. I've never been ashamed of anything. I basically post everything on my page. That's why I told you from the beginning, everyone knew this was public. So what makes anybody think that we would ever hide it from him? If I made it public that
0: he was adopted. And so like going going forward, what is that you have been an advocate for the youth? And so going forward, what would you like to see happen or how do you plan to advocate for other children who are in and other parents who are in the same situation? It's
1: just uh, the only thing I could really say for parents is, you know, don't be afraid to have a voice for your child. Um a lot of people was against me posting this, but I had so many parents to inbox me and say we don't have a voice when it comes to mobile county public school system they don't care um they're not gonna do anything i wish i had the courage you had um i wish i you know i i would have handled it in a better way like you like i had so many parents to come to me and and say things which at that moment the only thing that I knew to do was to go public with it. Because, I mean, we're we're always going public about mess. We're always going public about drama. But we never go public about the real things that are happening around us. And at that moment, I was weak. I didn't know what else to do but to go public. Because I didn't know the codes of ethics. I didn't know what was in, you know, a teacher's handbook. I learned a lot. Making so, what would you
0: like to see them do? What would you like now to happen as far as the Mobile County Public School System?
1: Um, they need more sensitive training on things like this. Um, you would think that you wouldn't have to teach a uh, well teach a teacher how to handle situations like this, but maybe they need to sit oh, down. Why do running. you?
0: Why do you? I because I'm not a teacher. I'm a nurse practitioner, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we are taught. We are mm-hmm. taught. Why would you think that we don't have to be taught? something that we don't know about i mean for you you it seems like you feel like i should just naturally know the way these things and i don't you know i have mm-hmm. a lot of friends who i sit down with because i love them and a lot of family members that i sit down because i love them um and patients you know who mm-hmm. have been me but everybody doesn't have it so if it's not something that is and i'm sorry, but. It, maybe we are trying to make it the norm, but it's not the norm. No, I I never said that
1: it was the norm, Queens. Uh, but would you ask a child that, being a nurse practitioner?
0: Oh, absolutely not. I've already told you that I, I totally feel like if, even if the child had came, you know, and started being more inquisitive and asking that teacher questions as a nurse practitioner, I'm, there, I'm calling mom and say, hey, you know, Miss Patterson. I want you to know that Malachi has been asking uh, more questions. And so you guys, you know, maybe it's time for you to sit down and have that conversation.
1: <laughs> but Malachi didn't ask questions in this That's situation. not what I'm
0: saying. I'm saying yeah. that if that had have been the case, like if she would have used that as she's saying, well, he started asking questions, well, mm-hmm. even then I would expect an adult not to sit there and feel like you have the right to, because now your parents and my child, Okay. I told you like I I posted on Facebook. I was livid when somebody told my child at six years old that Santa Claus wasn't real. Mm -hmm. So if so if I'm that upset about somebody telling my child about something that's actually fictional. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't even imagine what I was, I was pissed mm-hmm. when I saw, but it had, hold on, it had nothing to do, honest. if I'm being honest, it had nothing to do with the fact that you were a same-sex couple.
1: Yeah, but, I, okay, I, so trying. I would like to go back and kind of revert to when you're saying that we're trying to make everything normal, okay, so every household is different. My normal is not like my mom normal or your normal you know, so everyone household is different. However, it's just common sense to not ask questions like that. Even if it's a mandated reporter situation, you still wouldn't ask questions like that. So like I said, if they need more sensitive training and need to be sit down like children and watch a video, maybe that's what they need to do. But it's in their handbook that they should not do certain
0: things it goes against the code of ethics so it, it- I, I'm a, now when it comes to that because i'm i'm gonna say it again mm-hmm. you know and i'm not even speaking as far as her i'm just speaking as far as me whether i was a provider mm-hmm. or not you know yes i've had to sit down in classroom settings Mm-hmm. like a child, but I didn't feel like I was sitting down there as a child because no, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there because I I needed to be educated. Mm-hmm. And I would still go and sit there and be educated. Mm-hmm. So to expect that somebody would just automatically know how to be that sensitive, mm-hmm. I'm gonna argue that most people most people don't. And it's not it's like it's not natural mm-hmm. yet for most people mm-hmm. to just know how to handle these situations. Mm-hmm. Especially people who are older mm-hmm. you know and why we weren't going to get into like the um we wanted to keep it focused on the child but i don't think it's really possible with this particular topic um when it comes to older people some of them were are never gonna get to we ain't we still ain't get some of them to accept the fact that we black
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: and So now we're expecting though and did you tell us whether or not this teacher was caucasian or black or same color we are okay uh, we're okay of this. Mm-hmm. okay and so um like now we're, we're thinking about the fact that this is somebody that's older mm-hmm. and we know the role that religion has played in in the black community and i didn't say spirituality and i didn't say christ i said religion mm-hmm. and we know the role that religion you know has played in our community and so now you have those people who are older and there are some of them, I don't care how much you sit down and give them this sensitivity training. You know, when it comes to that, yeah, maybe they should not work in the school system mm-hmm. if you're not able to come in here and talk to these children like they need to be and Absolutely. handle situations, yeah, that mm-hmm. you need to handle them. And, you know, one of the things you saw as a teacher or even as a nurse practitioner or any provider is first you got to know what you feel like personally. Mm -hmm. Because I can't address, you know, something if I don't even really know how I feel. So it needs to be some honesty. It needs Mm -hmm. to be somebody else besides me to sit here and say, you know what? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm willing to be educated. I'm Mm -hmm. willing to be trained. And if I make a mistake, I'm willing to say I'm sorry. Now that I say I'm sorry, what are we going to do now? I'm sure I've said some things to some people before that were not malicious, but came out in a malicious manner. And I've had to go back and apologize. But mm-hmm. sometimes, and I ain't, I ain't speaking about the teacher. I'm just speaking about me. Sometimes it was because I simply didn't know. So I, mm-hmm. with that part, I don't have not, not that particular teacher. This is me advocating for <clears> teachers <throat> as a whole. You know, I'm not going to say that because we say we put them in a classroom setting because they don't know, and they get trainings. That's what trainings are for. That's what continuing education is for. And we do it, and we do it more for the homosexual community, for the LGBT community, than we do it for anything else. So we are trying to be sensitive, but let us learn and don't, you know, say things like, well, if y'all don't gotta, you know, if I gotta sit here and and sit you down and treat you like a child in a classroom Mm -hmm. for you to know. Now that part, I took a little offense to, if I'm being
1: honest. Uh, Hey, it's
0: a a sensitive, I mean, this
1: is, me me even talking with older people and i mean older people older than her um saying that's like that's just common sense, (laughs) you know like everybody was like you know why would why would you do that you know like everybody wants to know that question why why if you wanted to know she has our number she Mm -hmm. has our personal number we personally talked to
0: her she could have asked that i think think she knows she knows she knew better i think we all know that she knew better Uh, uh,
1: an eight year old probably i mean most eight-year-olds probably couldn't even answer all he he actually answered all the the questions um correctly even when it comes to the ages the ages of his siblings and things like that you know and we was like wow you know all of them age and you know yeah, so he's he's a very intelligent child, mm-hmm. but we can't get over the fact of that she had motives of why she was doing what she was doing. Just point blank, period. Because you could have called him to the side to ask him those questions, not or like in
0: front of, she or she could have talked to you guys. And I'm well, saying
1: like paperwork, like like the principal said, everyone in the school already know both of you guys.
0: Or are, are his mom's. Yes.
1: Okay. It's never and been so- it is it's never been anything trying to I mean it's on paperwork.
0: And did you and one more time say and you asked her what was her reasoning for these questions if everybody because if I thought that it was like all the kids were coming up there and talking because I tried
1: to make it seem like it was a family um discussion, but it wasn't. Okay, because he was the only child that came up there and talked. He was the he didn't, he was sitting in his seat and he was the only child that spoke because those questions was directed to him, not anyone else in the classroom.
0: And we know we've seen people do things like that. Like, oh, they ain't gonna tell them, I'm gonna tell them. You know, we have seen people do things like that. Um, And it's never, it's never our place. It's never our place. That part I want to be clear. The teacher that sat there and told this like took it upon yourself to tell this child try to explain to him something that I don't feel like you should have been trying to explain but at the same time now what now now what from her because he's still in the teacher's class um it's it's been a big investigation going
1: on the school board actually has been doing what they were supposed to be doing um this all took place on a Friday so last week no she wasn't in class okay so we're making sure that the proper um things are getting done the proper procedures are getting done because it is a process um it has to be an investigation uh, with with the principal and the school and the students and and then the the head people in the school and the students. So it is really a process. Um, however, I'm going to keep talking about it because it just it wasn't it wasn't supposed to happen. I don't care who child it was, who the parents were or anything. It just it wasn't supposed to happen and a child has rights as well as us as parents we
0: have rights so your purpose right now you just you want this you want to be able to get the story out so people no know. my
1: purpose is to actually educate individuals on um adoption a lot of people like you said don't know so my my point is just to put it out there if you don't know i'm willing to answer any questions that you may have um and that's just the only way, you know, a lot of us always feel like destruction is the way to get something done. And that's that's not my my thing. I'm, I'm trying to be as positive as possible as I can about this situation and just educate individuals on who just don't know who maybe be feeling the same way that the teacher feeling. So, mm-hmm. hey,
0: we're here to answer any questions that you may have and i appreciate you i appreciate you for that because and that is advocating that is advocating for the children that come behind malachi and the parents that come behind malachi the teachers that come behind that teacher so the same thing doesn't continue to happen now you said to me the other day that you didn't feel like the. You, said you everything that i've done for the community um you felt like the community doesn't
1: have your back -hmm. yeah it's just um sometimes you just feel that way a lot of people aren't going to speak up because the subject is sensitive they may be going through the the same thing and don't want anybody to know and so i kind of had to kind of go in in my meditation mode and say hold on calm down you know right now you're just being um so angry, you know, and at that moment when I was speaking with you, I was I was angry um, because at that moment I didn't feel like I had any allies. I didn't feel like I had the community behind this. I didn't feel like the people that should be speaking up Uh, for Malachi was speaking up for Malachi I didn't feel like the people that was supposed to be speaking up for the Pattersons were speaking up for the Pattersons that's just the way I felt at that moment however it's not their job this is not their storm this is not their testimony and God had to really sit me down and say it's not about them it's about your family and about your son so I don't feel that way anymore I understand if they if they can't say nothing, if they, you know, hey, it's a sensitive topic. I'm glad you don't feel that way anymore, because I
0: did go back and I looked at um you. You know, you sent me the link again and told me to go back and look at some of the comments. And for the most part, though, Latanya I saw a lot of people who were, you know, speaking up and very yeah. upset. Mm-hmm. For for Malachi. Now I did see one person who was kind of going chiming back, but I mean it was more like more so trolling. Like, you know, you're gonna always have somebody. And I don't know if you knew this person personally, but like to me, <clears throat> she came up more as a troll. Um, but I saw more people in support than I saw not. So it looks like you do have a community that's um mm-hmm. You know sometimes you don't like i always say you don't know what people are doing that you can't see they're doing sometimes all somebody can do that they know how to do is keep you in their thoughts and and Mm -hmm. prayers Mm -hmm. Um, go ahead Mm -hmm. and when when we're just going through stuff sometimes
1: like at that moment i think i probably was like just concentrating on the because i think it was like three or four individuals that were saying negative things and sometimes you just concentrate on that at that moment And I am a woman uh, where I can, you know, step back and kind of, you know, check myself. You know, I'm not always one of those individuals that, you know, want to check other people's demons and don't check my own. So I had to just gracefully sit myself down and say, hey, like, you are love. Your child is love. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Your family is love. Because at that moment, I just really felt attacked. You know, and Mm -hmm. anybody that's going through anything, you know, any storm, it just feels dark. You know, it doesn't matter who's the light. You know, it just, it feels dark at that moment. And At that moment, I just, (laughs) I felt like I was in a very, very dark place. And I was coming down with COVID and didn't know. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) Well, I'm happy to hear. Look, I can leave that whole little counsel counseling, uh, encouragement session off. But yeah, that's exactly right because I did want to give you some encouragement as far as that's concerned. I it, I do believe that you have a community of people that um are standing with you and and Malachi, um, and I believe that some of the people, um, if I'm being honest, some of those people are not even advocates. For having two moms yeah. or two dads, but uh, when it comes to a child, you know, you nobody can sit here and pretend that that was not inappropriate for that to happen that way. So, for everybody who did send you out some encouragement, I just want to make sure that we let them know that you got it, you caught it, and you you appreciate it. Because sometimes we do. You like you said, we so hurt and we are so angry. All we see is the negative we're trying to defend like you you went into defense mode you were trying yes. to defend, defend yourself and de- defend malachi um but how you know that the people that were commenting, the stuff that they were saying like it was it was nothing compared to the support that you were giving. and it wasn't even very intelligently written so um i think you do have a community of people that are standing standing with your with your baby and i hope that what you want to come of this comes it does not seem to me that you either that you are coming in any type of malicious way it sounds like you want to advocate for your son he is your son he is um your wife's son um and we need to respect that we need to respect we like we sit down we post it on facebook all the time that people just need to mind their business and in that instance that was the case of just needing to mind your business. That was a case of, you know, like I said, knowing when to include parents. And and that part, you know, it shouldn't take any uh extra education for you to know when to include parents on conversations. Um and let parents know, hey, so and so asked me this. And I know he didn't ask. I'm just saying yes. mm-hmm. some child may come to somebody one day and ask them a question, you know, Go. I, I remember as a child going to people's houses and seeing things that were different. And I may ask them, um, you know, how come y'all do this this way? And those people were said to be back to my mom, and they were talking to my mom, talking to my mom, you know, hey, Trisha's starting to ask questions about this. You might want to have a conversation with her. But I thank you for coming, for coming on today. I'm happy to be able to provide you this space and opportunity to be able um to talk about is is there anything else that you would like to address today no that's it it's just a different hurt you know like
1: I tell people all the time you could talk about me all day but when you Mm -hmm. when you mess with my babies like it's just it's it's mama bear like (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a whole different individual and that's that's this case so
0: and and like you keep posting you know you say um Malachi's hurt and his mom's hurting, and his family is hurt because when you go through things like that, you do hurt as a family. I was hoping you said maybe you were going to get some of your older children to join us today. Yeah, I'm not
1: even sure if they're on um, because I can't can see send the comments. Hold on, let me see because I can't see their comments. Um, Is there any way that I can see comments?
0: Um, You should be able to see comments they're probably watching yeah 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 Portia Tori Pearson is the only comment that I see on here okay 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 so um maybe
1: their comments will actually come up later on um however it's just it's it's been a ride um for the entire family because you know now the entire family is like on pins and needles because we're you know we don't know what he might say we don't know what he might do um one of his older siblings was like, you know, don't, don't say nothing to him because he just looks so sad. Like she's crying with him every minute, you know, it's just, it didn't just affect our child. It affected our whole family because this is not how we wanted it, you know, to go. This isn't the timeline or the way that we expected things to go. Um, like, a lot of people, you know, they don't know even know what an action plan is, or even have one, or you know, even think about you know putting things you know in in action, you know. And so, for people to say anything to me, to us is just it's kind of crazy. Um, because so people,
0: then your mm-hmm. advice to because how how would you? Help somebody else. If you like, if that would be the like, one thing that you could say to somebody, try to help to try to prevent this from happening to somebody else in the future. Like, would that be your answer? Would be educate well, teachers.
1: Educate teachers, but um, it's it could only go so far because, like I said, um, you know, they send home a little paper that say, you know, talk about family, tell about family. Like, it comes home every year at the beginning of the year with the child. Well, I always, we always put King has two grandmothers He's in a two-grandmother household. We're just telling you this just in case certain topics may come up. Like, we are open parents. Like, we, this is things that we write on paper and turn in just in case so they won't get any surprises. Because we do know that with certain, you know, curriculum, certain topics, things may be brought up. So we want you to know that this child is raised in a different household. So it's nothing that has, you know... A, a teacher doesn't know about it it's like the principal said everyone knows you guys you know what i'm saying your your guys are dedicated into the school you come to meetings you you come to meet and greet things like that however i do want to tell any parent that adopts a child to you know, just have your action plan and just maybe start early, because maybe we should have started early. But like I said, Malachi was dealing with cerebral palsy and seizure disorder. So we was just concentrating on getting our son better um to to the point where they don't even call him disabled anymore. That that's what our goal was. Um, because he was disabled all the way up until he was five or six years old so that's that's what our main goal was not to okay let's tell him who his dad is let's tell him who his mom is even though we knew that he needed to know that it takes a mom and a dad so that's why he he type of guilt for not having so many earlier honestly no because he still doesn't understand. At eight okay. years old, we still going to have to explain this to him when he turned 10. We still going to have to explain this to him when he turned 13. We still going to have to explain this to him when he turned 18. So, no, I, it's, it's no guilt because at the end of the day, we're still both his mothers. We're, it's, it's not going to change.
0: We, we legally adopted him. Okay. Um, and like you said, everybody does things when you, I guess when you develop these action plans, everybody does things and chooses to do things differently. And I guess based on the child and how mature that they are. I will speak though, um, again, as a provider who has Mm -hmm. cared for children and adults. And I'm not speaking to you, I'm speaking now in general to, Mm -hmm. um, to the community. I'll also speak to you, you know, having a plethora of family members who um, who maybe just didn't know who their dad was? My brother, my brother being one of them, until he was didn't meet my brother until he was in his forties, um, and I was in my late thirties when we even met, and he found out that my dad was his dad. Uh, and so, for lots of different reasons, people don't know who their parents are, but have treated a lot of people who have carried around some anger or have felt like they were deceived because they weren't told from the beginning. Um, again, everybody's situation is different. I'm just saying, know that it does to that person, even though you have this idea in your head of what protecting them looks like, um, I've not heard one person yet say that they were. A lot. Many of them were appreciative for having been adopted and and brought into better situations. Um, my brother and my my dad ended up having a great relationship. There was no animosity or whatever between the two of them. Um, my both were very happy that you know my dad's last days. They got to spend some quality time together would my brother have liked to know growing up? Even if he wasn't gonna have a relationship with him, did he wanna know in the beginning? He did, he did wanna know. Um, And so, yeah, so when you're sitting down with any, you know, when you choose to adopt for whatever reason, um, and I don't believe your situation was done selfishly at at all. And I don't think anybody does it selfishly. You know, I don't think, I, I, I couldn't think of anybody. That adopted somebody and didn't tell their child from you know because they were that,
1: being selfish. That wasn't Queen. is still that wasn't what we're we, what we were doing. Yeah, that I don't really know what that we part. wasn't gonna do. And to everyone that's watching, I'm adopted. Okay, I I was adopted by my stepdad. I wasn't his age, but I I did have feelings of what came with adoption you know um and also people also have certain emotions of finding out who their mother and father is and certain things still happen you know um we we as individuals all go through a lot of trauma you know, whether we know our dad, don't know our dad, meet our meet our dad at, you know, certain age. And and at one point you wish you wouldn't have never met your dad. Like it's a lot not of not dads, moms too, because a lot of people
0: don't know their real yeah. moms. Yeah. They're biological mothers, so
1: not, yeah. you know, their face. Yeah. And um at the end of the day, um, uh, my sister was in his life. He he knew my sister as his aunt, like the lawyer said, you know, um so we were all still a loving family like we <laughs> it's it's not what everybody is trying to make it seem like up in their head i think a lot of us kind yeah, that. that. what
0: what is it that and we probably need to be wrapping this up but so mm-hmm. what do you feel like people what is the narrative the story that people are making
1: <clears> because i know like you would revert back to saying like um i know you know, you guys wasn't doing like a selfish act by adopting and not telling, which that was never the case. We were going to say it. You know, we were going to tell him now at what age is everybody questioning? Because like a lot of people saying, you know, he still doesn't understand. He still doesn't know. That's just like he met his dad before, but he told the teacher he never saw his dad so that's we have to think about it from not our perspective as adults but from a child perspective
0: everybody keeps looking at it like what they would do is everybody and what that you because i want to make sure that people are actually saying this to you or is it something that you're feeling like people are saying i'm I'm referring back to what you said what did i say to make you feel like i don't I have this idea, Emma, because I don't have any ideas in my head as to what you've told me, what your yes. story, what the story is. And mm-hmm. uh, even before you told me, I, I found it on social media, but even before speaking to you, I still hadn't developed any story in my head as far as I've never thought anything malicious from you or the way you raise your child and you guys being two moms. And even if I had, I don't want you to make a whole community make it seem like a whole community would feel the way I do. But if you are basing it on that, then that's not right because I do mm-hmm. not I do not feel that way. And Trust me, I would tell you if mm-hmm. I did. My goal is always going to be to ask questions that I feel, but at the same time, you know, I've gone out and I've spoken, you know, as part of my interview process, I'm speaking to other people because I want to know what their thoughts on it, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm pulling from different uh, families that I've dealt with when it comes to the adoption process or, you know meeting them as a provider but i just want i don't want us to leave here with you thinking that i have i'm
1: fine queen like i'm i'm really it's it's okay
0: <laughs> like so even, um, more, but even not just with me though i mean as <clears throat> a, too i don't want you to because i've not seen i've asked a lot of people mm-hmm. and i've not heard one person say anything and these are people who know you or don't know you my family much from out of town well, i call, like, hey, I'm getting ready to do this interview, blah, blah, blah. And everybody is is just sitting here and shocked about the fact that, oh, my gosh, somebody really did that to this, this child. So when, you, you know, you keep saying that people, everybody, you said everybody and you said people are creating this narrative, in this story, I don't see it. Okay. And so I want you to explain to me what you feel like people are thinking and making sure that it's not just you feeling Like you just feel like that's what people are saying or is it what people are actually telling you? I don't know.
1: Maybe once you go back and kind of watch the um, interview and then see like maybe your comments or your remarks, maybe you would kind of understand, you know, why I feel or maybe why I responded the way that I respond. Maybe that would kind Mm -hmm. of help out a little bit after uh, we end the interview it's nothing that i'm making up in my head or anything like that green
0: (laughs) okay and again i don't feel like you're making it i don't feel like you're making it up in your head i just wanted to when you say everybody i just want to know who Mm. who are the people that you feel like um i don't know
1: it's not right. certain people, it's just like I stated, I just was kind of responding back to you. But we just have this thing where we say, like, everybody, or every it's not everybody, or like a bunch of people coming and telling me it's just kind of a southern thing where we say, oh, everybody, and it's not really everybody. I was kind of responding to you when you had stated something about, you know, um you know that people don't adopt in a selfish act and i'm quite sure you you guys didn't adopt in a selfish act and then you go on to state you know like people should tell their children the truth and so that's the thing that i keep saying is like we were going to tell him it was never a secret that we weren't going to tell him i mean everybody in the city
0: knew he was adopted okay and i want you to go back and i want you to look at the video again because okay. i'm pretty sure that i did not say um people should tell him tell their children the truth at a specific age um like i said i am speaking from a provider's standpoint of mm-hmm. people that i've seen and the and my family members and what they took from it and why when they would have wanted to know or blah 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 blah
1: mm-hmm.
0: Time. You also said, and you made it very clear, and it makes a whole lot of sense, I hope to everybody, that all children mature at different ages. And so you decide when it's a good idea for you to talk to your children. I also said that some people do it from the very beginning. You know, see, we have open adoptions where they have both parents come, you know, all four parents are just involved. And that was just me. explaining that there are several different ways that it's done mm-hmm. so i just don't want to leave here and i don't know i just take it i don't for the as far as the community is concerned i do see a community of people who are standing standing for you or by you um and your son and i don't want them to feel any type of way when you say that everybody so even if you feel like it's me personally don't blame them like don't blame everybody in the community for what you feel like I i feel all right all right queen (laughs) all right i thank you again for coming on here and being so open and transparent about the situation that you and your family are dealing with i hope that you and your family will continue to advocate for other children and in the community and i hope that the community will stand behind you i know that it's going to take some work it's going to take some time to continue to educate everybody so that these children, who are my primary concern, do not have to suffer um, in any type of manner such as this. Uh, and know that these children are attached to a family, and when your children hurt, like you said, we hurt, and you know, you mess with anything else, but don't play with my children. I yes. uh, say that as a mom. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and say a word of prayer and let you get on and hopefully get to feeling better soon.
1: Thank you so much
0: are welcome. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come to you right now as humbly as we know how. God, we're just asking right now for you to to heal the pain that Malachi and his parents and his family are feeling regarding this situation right now. God, we know you to be a healer of all things, and some of those things are mental. Some of those things are emotional. And we know you can bring them through it. God, I ask that the community as a whole would heal, and that we would stand together so that we can live healthfully healthfully and and happily and peacefully and we know it can happen and we're thanking and we're praising you for it in jesus name amen 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 all right well you feel better okay okay and you have a great evening queen you too thank you i love y'all god bless y'all and good night.